Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Active Optimist podcast. This is Arena, your host, the Active Optimist. With everything I do, I want you to believe that you don't have to be depressed forever. I truly believe that depression is the ultimate cry for help, not for happiness, but for connection back to ourselves and what truly matters. I'm here each week to support you, bring community, and give you daily actions to address the social, psychological, and biological causes of depression so that you can step into the life you know you're meant to lead. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. Irina, if you're new and if you're returning, thank you so much for returning. So this week's episode will be about losing friends, particularly in the pandemic, because that's something that I struggled with. That's something I experienced. And based on other people that I've talked to, it's a real thing. It doesn't have to be directly connected to COVID or the pandemic, but a lot of us lost friends and losing friends, no matter what the circumstances, does affect ourselves, how we see ourselves, oftentimes, especially when the friendship is really close and really valued previously. And in the pandemic, just all these feelings and emotions can really get to us because we were in our houses or we're physically removed from the people around us, physically distanced from the people around us. So I just wanted to talk about it because I think that, you know, we're coming out of this, but we may be looking around and being like, do I even know anyone right now? And that can be a depressing thought in and of itself. And with depression, we often struggle with loneliness, struggle with feeling detached from other people, even if we're around them, feeling that we don't actually know anyone or no one truly knows us. And if we do lose a friend, this can be seen as evidence of that fact being true. So that's what this episode will be about. I just want to say one special thing to the listeners. So this is something that I won't say anywhere else except for this episode. And I just want to give some of my listeners, whoever wants to, a small gift in the mail. I was thinking about how to do this, and I really just want to do the people that actually listen to the podcast. So if you're listening to it, that's who you are. So what I'm going to do is you can go on my website at irinaerickson.com or at subsequently depression. No, we have not changed the name, but we're working on it. At either of those, I'll put a link in the bio. And if you scroll all the way down to the homepage, there should be a sign up for your email. So put your information in, first name, last name, email address. Then by the end of the week, October 19th, I will email everyone asking for your address so I can send the packages. So make sure that you sign up there before October 19th and then you guys all should be getting emails from me October 19th or October 20th and then I'll just send some packages your way as a thank you and just being part of this great community that we're creating and just a big thank you to you. So that's that. If you have any questions of course you can DM me but I think it's pretty straightforward and I will put the instructions and the link directly into the show notes so you can just click from there and if you are having struggle, just go to my Instagram and you can click right there. It's on the homepage, just all the way down and we'll go from there. So that's my announcement to my very, very special listeners. I really love you guys and just want to, you know, give back. So enough with that. Let's dive into the episode on losing friends in the pandemic. R.I.P. Okay, so first things first, losing friends is hard, but it's also an opportunity to learn more about ourselves. I think for a lot of people, including myself, 
The pandemic, as I said before, has taken a lot of people out of our lives for a variety of reasons not related to COVID or related to COVID. So today I want to talk about losing friends, loneliness, and how we can use it as a door to say yes to. So pain and loneliness and grief when you lose a friend is a real thing and it's a very unpleasant thing. It's a thing that our culture doesn't really pay attention to. We give a lot of attention to, say, romantic breakups or more partnership breakups, but less with friends. When friends are more or less one of the most important relationships that we have, the relationships that generally last the longest, the relationships that we spend the most time with, the most time in. So I think it's really important to put attention to this because it's a very real thing. And of course, like anything else in our lives, it will affect our mental health because it's a losing of a connection with a singular person, one person that was very important in your life, one person that may have had a lot of influence in what you did or who you met or just the people that you surround yourself with. They may have been a connection to other people. And now you're just in an awkward situation. Maybe the person was a connector to your friend group and now you don't know If you are part of that friend group, how to show up in that friend group, you don't want to, you know, go to a party and have that person be there. You don't want to talk about losing that friend because it can be slightly embarrassing because friendship is a quite intimate relationship that doesn't exactly have the same understanding as, say, a romantic relationship. There's a variety of reasons why you may feel down because of a lost friend and the variety of reasons are just as fast as the variety of reasons why we lose friendships. Many of the friends that I've lost in the pandemic, I really right now rather be friends with them. Honestly, like it would just be easier. My life would be more full and I probably would have had less pain in the past if I was still friends with them. But to that, in reality, in the long scheme of things, I don't want to be friends with them because we did break up for a reason, despite how hard it may be or how it can be sometimes painful. And just as I said before, friendships come in all shapes and sizes. Friendships are quite intimate relationships, even if the lines of that relationship may be based on a very specific thing that you guys did, whether it's an activity you met each other at, a friend group, or a class, etc. And just to bring an example, I had a friend that I was thought I was really close to. I talked to her more or less every single day. And she happened to move across the country in the middle of the pandemic. And once she moved, I more or less never heard from her again. She jumped off the face of the earth and never contacted me, never, you know, called me. And I called her and she was really like distant. And I think we talked once, once she moved and I just never heard from her again. Another friend of mine, I lost due to ideological differences around the Black Lives Matter movement, which was obviously a very polarizing movement in America during the summer of 2020. And with things like those and things, other historical current event things, like those that are very decisive in who you want to be, who you think you are, what values you hold close, we can lose friends with that. And honestly, sometimes that's even more painful because you have this sense of betrayal that, you know, you had this person in your life for a long time and you thought you were super close with them, but then push comes to shove 
they may be thinking something different. And yes, you can try to reconcile that. Yes, you can, you know, see how much does this actually matter to me. And it's a personal choice and a personal struggle that we all have. And I can't say that like one thing's better than the other. But unfortunately for me and this friend, we got to a point where she basically cut me out. And I I reached out and wanted to make amends. But now at the end of the day, I realized that that probably wasn't the best idea. And it was probably good that we, you know, split after that ideological difference and the difference between police violence and black people's rights but still that was really really painful for me and especially because it was tied up in that it was really really painful because of how personal it was and how chaotic the world was at that point but those are two friends that I lost during the pandemic I lost some more but those are two that really stuck with me that were probably the most painful because they're people that I thought I would be friends with right now in October 2021 but I guess at the end of the day that's really what breakups and friendship breakups end up being because you don't you know foresee it that's why you're friends with them and my sister often refriends friendship loss as breakups as I just said and basically along these lines treating friendship loss as a breakup as I said before unfortunately in our life in our community in our culture friend breakups aren't given the same amount of attention as relationship partner breakups would be. We don't have the social sympathy that comes with, say, you breaking up with your girlfriend or boyfriend. There's not really the breakup culture that surrounds friendships. There's not the songs and the movies and the books and just the whole like congratulations on your breakup, all these type of things, whatever it form it may come with. We don't have that when we lose friends. It's kind of, you just deal with it on your own. No one really talks about it because it's so uncomfortable. I think it may be more uncomfortable than breaking up with a significant other, just based on my opinion. And with that, you have to give it the same amount of attention and time and care as a heartbreak would be. I think the first step is really just taking care of yourself, taking care of your feelings, taking care of your pain. And it also may be useful to talk about like, oh, I lost this person and it really affected me. So break that ice with the friends that you do have or your family members or your siblings and say like, oh, like I'm not friends with so-and-so anymore and it's really affected me. And even though maybe I broke it off or it was right to break it off, it still may affect you even if that was the right decision to make. Whatever the reason why you lose a friend, I think it's really sensible to feel very lonely in their absence. And this is when I want to talk about loneliness. Loneliness, I know, is a universal feeling. And loneliness doesn't care about the circumstances of our friendships or our breakups. It's important to understand that even if you are the one to say that we can't be friends or that they wrong you in any way or whatever it is, you can still be hurt and you can still feel lonely. But even when we do feel lonely and maybe so much so that you rather stay friends with them, over the past year, what's more important is that we try to align with our highest self-worth and really stay true to why we stop being friends with this person. And even if you can't, you know, totally get to trying to align with your highest self-worth, at least try to stay true to that as much as you can at the moment. 
And I always say that you should give yourself permission and it's okay to reach out if you feel the need to, if you think that you can move forward, if you didn't lose the friend for, say, a more toxic reason. Also, think about and try to understand that a lot of times it's not about us, it's about them. Sometimes we don't even know the reason why they stopped being friends with us. Say, for example, my friend who moved to Contra Country. I don't think I did anything wrong. I feel like her jumping off the face of the earth was probably had something to do with her and had something to do with what was happening in her life, who she wanted to be, where she wanted to go. And I had to really realize that her cutting off communication with me didn't really have anything to do with me. And whatever her reasons were, I would probably never understand and probably never know them because obviously she wouldn't communicate that with me. Just understand that people have their own lives. We're all the, you know, quote unquote, main character of our lives. And we all have our own reasons. Unfortunately, sometimes people make decisions that affect other people, but the other people who are affected will never know the real reasons why that person made that decision or just came to that conclusion. But at the end of the day, stick with your original reasons. If your friend, you know, cuts you off for a very long time, then it may not be in your highest self-worth to just always be ready for them and always be there for them if for some reason they call again in the future out of the blue. So I know it's really hard and loneliness is true, real, and loneliness happens, arises when we are cut off from a particular part of our community, whether it's, you know, a partnership, a friendship, or an overall bigger community that we may not know the individuals in. Friendship is one of those. Friendship is a real reason why we feel lonely, the lack of friendship, the loss of friendship. So just, you know, give yourself a little grace and understanding that if you are losing a friend and you feel lonely, that you're not going crazy. It's okay. You don't have to go haywire. Don't get worried about yourself that, you know, you'll never meet anyone and you are unworthy of being friends and you're unable to really hold a good friendship and all these thoughts of self-doubt that tend to arise when we lose friends because it really cuts into our core and friendship is one of the fundamental relationships that we will have throughout our lives ever since we were little kids and trust your instincts. At the end of the day, you aren't friends anymore for a reason. This is also living in your highest self-worth, staying true to yourself, your values, and what you hold to be important in friendships. When you do break up with a friend, I think either your true self, your values, or what you hold important are let down in some way. That's why you stop being friends with them. You stop being friends with them because you hold yourself to, I am worthy of being communicated about communication is really important in friendships or having similar values around for example women's rights is really important in a friendship and this person's disagreement with that really has harmed our friendship past the point of no return and that's okay there are millions and millions of people that will fit that bill you're not constrained to only the people you know there are boundless opportunities to meet new people and yes that's hard and yes that's something that most of us struggle with and most of us aren't really taught how to do but 
you're not stuck with the people that are around you right now in this current moment. People will come into your lives. People will come out of your lives. That's okay. That's how life goes. That's the flow of life. And just because when you look around and you only see the people that you are currently friends with or you see only the people that you don't want to be friends with or you don't see anyone, just remember the reality is that there are millions of people out there in the world and maybe your current situation, you aren't around them. It's okay. Other people, great people will come into your life and our one job is really just to be open and say yes to that. At the end of the day, loneliness sucks and it hurts, but being compliant with the issues in a relationship can be easier. But as a person who wants to live authentically, a person who wants to grow, a person that wants to put their mental health on a priority, these issues in the long run will damage ourselves even more and really just stop us living in our highest self-worth, which at the end of the day, that's really what we want to live in. And I think that's what will bring us the most fulfilling and impactful relationships. In addition to loneliness, I do want to talk about the existential crisis that often follows losing friends. As I keep saying throughout this episode, remember there's a lot of reasons about why we lose friends. There can be friendship issues, there can be personal growth, misunderstandings, unwillingness to change, not having energy, or the attitude that you want to be around. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, when we lose friends, sometimes it's very easy to slip into a state of questioning our self-worth. Am I lovable? Am I a good friend? Am I worthy of having friendships? Is this evidence of my defects, of my defaults? Am I too depressed to have friends? Is this evidence about how my depression is getting in the way of my friendships? I'll never have friends. I'm too depressed and all these type of things. And when we think about moving forward and starting over and making new friends, just as in a relationship, a romantic relationship, partnership, breakup, I think it's important to take a pause and stop and ask ourselves questions and do a little internal search. In addition to this, I think there are often questions, especially when we are busy, especially when we're in school and we're working, it's, are my priorities straight? Am I too busy for friendships? is this my fault in not having friends because I was just so busy and I shut people off. I wasn't showing up as a good friend. I wasn't doing the brunches. I wasn't doing the communication. I wasn't hanging out. I wasn't going out because I was just too tired or I was cutting people off or I was just going through something that didn't give me the energy to show up in a real meaningful way. Was I not prioritizing my friendships and what am I prioritizing and Is that the right thing to prioritize? And I think with all these questions, whenever these questions come up, instead of cycling through them and getting down about ourselves for cycling through them and thinking bad about ourselves and then thinking bad about thinking bad about ourselves, for me personally, it's most valuable and most actionable to use this as a wake up call, a wake up call, a wake up call about what you're doing, what's happening to be aware of your surroundings, to be aware of who you're interacting with and who you are blocking off. And before you even start thinking about making new friends or if you're struggling with making new friends and still in the process of trying to connect with other people, trust that there are amazing, super amazing people that will come into your life. And maybe you have to say that every day, 
maybe when you know you get rejected you start not believing that but at the end of the day we have to really trust that there are super amazing people that will come into our lives there are billions of people on this planet this is an international world where people are moving constantly even if you're stuck in a suburban high school where you are only surrounded by the same 200 kids a day high school ends one day and after high school you never know what you'll be you'll be doing you never know where you'll be you never know if your job will introduce you to a super cool person who will introduce you to you know five other super cool people you never know just be open and trust that there are super amazing people and be curious about people for me being curious about people kind of lets the pressure off me for being a super interesting person and entertaining people and all of that because you put the light on them you ask them about their life you ask them about their passions their interests why they really love that movie why they really love that book what drawing means to them what creativity means to them talk about mental health because there will be 100 percent something in the topic of mental health that you will relate to because it's a big part of us but it also intimate part of us so if you're able to connect on one thing there I think that is just so so powerful and just makes the other person feel better and if that person you know you never see them again at least take the enjoyment of that situation of that conversation try to hold on to that and that's obviously very very hard because we don't actively learn how to enjoy ourselves and take enjoyment from a situation but I think that actively pursuing that and actively thinking about how can I enjoy this situation, how can this person give me more enjoyment is a very powerful tool that we have if we prioritize it, if we put it in the front of our mindset. And maybe, you know, write all these things down and write them in a note and read them to yourself maybe every day. Or if you find, you know, a book that really inspires you, read that every day, read a section every day and just keep rereading, rereading, rereading until it, you know, gets stuck in your head until you know, okay, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. Let me go do it. And it's just a learning process for all of us. I do that and it's really, really helped me. How do I connect with people? And I have found like really good books about how to connect with people. And guess what? I use them as my Bible. I use them as my you know, guidebook to how to connect with a certain type of person, how to connect with coworkers or whatever, people that I've struggled to connect with, people that I don't really know my way around. I take that and I use it as my guidebook. I reread sections. I look up sections. I look up keywords that may be in that book and try to get the most out of it. And you can do the same with this podcast if that's what you want to do. I know it's cliche, but some cliches do have truth in them. And I think that reaching for a better future and reaching for our highest self and just reaching for, you know, an antidepressant life is taking this as an opportunity for a fresh start, for a rebirth. Give them a little thank you next moment. Ariana Grande, always have gratitude for that friendship and what it was, the good parts, even if it burned down in shambles at the end. Just say thank you and have gratitude until one day you'll be able to say thank you next. I'm ready for the next person coming into my life, ready for my next friend, ready for my next work buddy, ready for all these things, ready for my next best friend. Just to give you a concrete thing that may be helpful for you 
at the end of this episode is obviously joining communities. There are more communities out there than we think. We just need to do a little work and have 20 seconds of courage to put yourself out there. I think that the easiest way to do this is to figure out a group in your vicinity, close to you, close by, so it doesn't add any stress or extra work that we don't need to add into our lives. I think a great way to do this is A, walking around and looking for signs. Often these can be based out of local businesses that have something you may be interested in. Local businesses really love creating community around them because that's how they thrive. That's how they, you know, serve the bigger purpose about what they are. And sometimes with these type of things, you really have to leave your ego at the door. Sometimes you may be like, this is silly. Like, I don't want to go to a local painting class or a local, you know, bike meetup or a local needlepoint, whatever, a dance party. But leave your ego at the door for the possibility of connection, for the possibility of community and for the possibility of friendship, it's super, super easy to judge ourselves, to think, oh, this is so silly. Like, who does this? I'm too cool for this. But guess what? None of us are too cool for people. None of us are too cool for true connection. None of us are too cool for just one hour of fun that maybe you never go there again. There's really nothing to lose. And then obviously plan B would be the World Wide Web. So I personally think Instagram is really good at searching with their new updates so you can search for what you want. For example, bikers near me or something like that. And obviously Facebook is really good for that. I've used that less. I think that local businesses are really, really cool because the people are super passionate about that and really want you to join in. And they're also always looking for new ways to create community, to bring people more into their business. So maybe if they don't have anything and you're feeling really, really ambitious to maybe pitch something to the owner and see what they think. So yeah, that's the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this helped you in some way. For the listeners that have made it this far, remember to look in the show notes and sign up so I can send you a little gift. I would really love it and just to give back to you and say thank you and maybe give you some joy about finding something in the mail for you one day. So yeah, that's the end of this week's episode. And that is the action of the week is to reach out to me and have me be able to send you some love and just some gratitude for your existence for listening today. But the second action of the week, if you really, really don't want to do that, if you really don't want to receive a letter in the mail, that's fine. That is to try to talk to one stranger in your day, whether it's just being like, oh, I like your shirt and just appreciating that and, you know, maybe try to strike up a conversation or just a small thing with maybe a kid because those people, obviously, <laughs> those people are less intimidating than maybe a full grown adult or someone your age. Those are the two action of the weeks. Try to be a little bit open, 1% more open than we are. You know, depression really can close us off. And when we lose friends or when we feel like we don't have friends, that can be even more of a reason why we close off. So just do that and see how you feel about that. And if you have any questions, of course, you can always DM me and let me know what you think. So with that, I will leave you. Have a good rest of your week. I leave you with a lot of love, joy, and peace sending all those your way so yeah ciao